Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. You know, we just do like the basics with some sides like fish, chicken. We haven't done steak because we are also still college students. <laughs> so, still living on a budget. I'm Delia Colon, and this is The Zest citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. Learning how to cook for yourself can come with a steep learning curve, especially when you're living on your own for the first time. Today, we'll listen in as three Florida college students discuss dorm food, meal prep, and feeding yourself on a razor-thin budget. Here's all you need to know about today's show. On our website, one of the recipes that goes with this episode is titled Instant Ramen Upgrade Tips. Yep, today we're exploring what it's like to cook for yourself during college or whenever you find yourself living on your own for the first time. And because I've been out of college since the George W. Bush administration, today I'm turning things over to someone much more qualified. Actually, three someones. Our talented and sweet intern, Lily Tyson, recently sat down with two of her fellow college students to discuss the trials and tribulations, tips and tricks of feeding yourself when you leave the nest. Share this episode with the young adult in your life, or just enjoy being a fly on the wall like I did and reminiscing about what you ate when you struck out on your own for the first time. Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming to talk today about cooking in college and everyone's different situation as we go into learning how to fuel ourselves and cook for ourselves as students. Um, my name is Lily Tyson. I am a third-year student at the University of South Florida on the St. Petersburg campus, and I am a student athlete on the women's varsity sailing team. Awesome. Um, my name is Kessid Vonderhaar, and I'm at the USF St. Pete campus as well. I'm a type 1 diabetic, so learning how to cook at college is its a totally unique ball game with that uh, chronic illness. Mm-hmm. I am a second year on campus, and I am 19 years old. Um, my name is Brylan Christopher. I am a second year on the Tampa campus for University of South Florida. I am also an athlete for the women's varsity sailing team. So we have sort of the same experiences, yet we do have some different ones because we are on different campuses and in different living situations. Yeah. Okay, so to kind of get an idea of what your situation is, cooking in college and eating, um, what kind of situation are you living in? Are you living in a dorm? Do you have access to a kitchen? Brylin, um, what is your situation? So I am living in a dorm apartment style, so I do have a kitchen inside of my dorm. It's not the greatest kitchen ever, but it is still very, it's usable. All right, Kasid, what's your situation? Are you living in the dorms or? Yeah, so um, I'm living on campus and I'm living, it's, I guess they call it apartment style, but I don't actually have a kitchen in my room, but on the bottom floor of our sixth floor living thing, um, there is a community kitchen and I did use it in the past, 
but the only thing is they don't ever clean the community kitchen. Like there's nobody who comes in. And so it's expensive to buy the materials myself to like clean up after however many hundred college students are using the kitchen every week. And it's gross to not clean up after them and cook there. So I don't ever really use that. As we can tell, cooking in college can be a struggle. It can be kind of an adventure, learning how to navigate cooking your own food, but also fueling yourself. Can you describe what it looks like cooking and eating in college for you personally, Rylan, when it comes to managing like what you're consuming um, and what you're cooking? Well, so this year started off very difficult for me for cooking because it was like the first time I really had to cook on my own. And my dad tried to give me all these ideas, and he's like an amazing cook. So it was very difficult for me to live up to that standard. And also, it's just very difficult because when you have a meal, you don't realize how many things really go into it. And the problem that I like faced in the beginning was you have to use like the things that you have before they expire, right? Right. So in the beginning of the year, I pretty much just started with you know, frozen foods because it was easy, quick, just pop it in the microwave or over the stovetop. And I just started with very basics. Like for breakfast, I usually do pesto eggs or I usually just do some granola with oats and almond milk. And those are kind of like my go-to breakfasts. And then lunch was usually just like, or dinner was usually frozen food or like leftovers. Though recently I mm-hmm. started doing meal prep with my other friend, and that has been going very well. We meal prep on Monday. We do six meals, which is actually way more than like I need because they're big meals, so I don't really use the whole thing in one sitting, so then I could have some for lunch the next day. And that's really awesome. You know, we just do like the basics with some sides like fish, chicken, we haven't done steak because we are also still college students, <laughs> so still living on a budget. How often do you, like before you were meal prepping, how often were you shopping or having to shop to buy um, frozen foods? That's the thing. I have a lot of dry foods mm-hmm. as well, but obviously they're not as delicious. So because like I, all the basic foods I have is just like, you know, I have pasta or a lot of the thing. most of the dry food I have is like granola, oats. So I was probably shopping around, like, every week and a half. Okay. And it actually really does add up compared to, like, the meal prep because it's just you feel like you don't buy very basic items, Mm -hmm. like, just, like, the frozen food or, you know, it's not really sufficient food, Mm -hmm. I feel. Okay. How about you, Kassid? What is, like, cooking in college for you in general? So I would say last year when I lived on campus, it was a brand spanking new building. So the community mm-hmm. kitchen was still spotless in the beginning of the year. So I um, I cooked eggs in the morning, and um, I usually did, like, a PB&J with Dave's Killer Bread in, for lunch. Mm-hmm. And then dinner I ate in the dining hall. So the community kitchen quickly got really disgusting, and I reached out to residents, housing and residents, and they said that they don't have any cleaning supplies or anybody who cleans. So that quickly got ruled off the table. And then after that, um, I realized that the dining hall started really messing with my blood sugar. I'm a type 1 diabetic. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really hard to predict what that food would do to my blood sugar, Like I just because I didn't know like what kind of wheat they were using or like what kind of grains they were using. They do have some supplies. But it's just hard if you're not cooking, you know, to know what's in your food. Yeah. So um, 
I don't do either of those things anymore. So now I usually do like a yogurt in the morning because that's easy to store in the fridge. And I usually have that with granola. And then I'll have, I still have the PB&J at lunch usually or like, you know, those Hillshire farms. It's almost like a grown-up Lunchable and Mm -hmm. it's like 12 grams of protein and like six carbs. So something like that at lunchtime. And then usually for dinner on occasion, I'll go into the dining hall and I'll get a sandwich. But um, most of the time I'm either cooking at my boyfriend's apartment or like eating out or something like that. Because you're you know you're not able to eat the food being served in the dining hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really do have a hard time with like eating the food in the dining hall. I always feel like whenever I go in, like, okay, I'm gonna give it a shot and then I'm always like scared. Like yeah. ah, I don't know. Like, okay, yeah. well online it says that this is forty carbs, but I don't know what kind of wheat they're using, so I don't know how that will affect me and so it's just a whole mess. Yeah. I'll say in my freshman year, um I definitely had a hard time. Uh, we, I only had the meal plan option. I didn't have a kitchen accessible, even one that was shared. So it was only dining hall food and making those decisions to eat food that's going to make your body feel well when you only have so many options available is really hard. Um, and it definitely made me want to have my own kitchen so I could start making those decisions for myself um, yeah. and have more opportunities. So... I asked Brylin how often that you shop for food. What is it like for you, Kassid? So last year I worked it out with the um, people who run the um, housing and dining center, Mm -hmm. I guess that's what it's called. Anyways, um, I talked to them for a really, really, really long time and like provided a lot of data as explaining that the dining hall really isn't a great option for me. And so we worked it out that instead of having meal swipes, because we're required to have a meal plan if we live on campus, and I live on campus because I have mm-hmm. a lot of scholarships that's available to me if I live on campus. Mm-hmm. So um, as opposed to having meal swipes, they converted it all to dining dollars. So I pay the same amount, but as opposed to ever going into the dining hall, I'll just like buy food from the 727, which is almost like very small grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, like convenience store maybe? That's, yeah, yeah. yeah, convenience store would be the word. Okay. So I usually do, like, every Monday go there, and I'll get the yogurts that I eat in the morning, and, like, I'll get peanut butter and jelly or um, pineapple wedges or granola bars. Okay. I think that's why I get there. So I go there about once a week, and then I go to Publix probably about once a week still, and that's to get dinner stuff, which, Mm -hmm. again, like, I'm usually cooking at somebody else's place or maybe, like, cooking the day before and then heating up again the next day. So the dining hall foods... the is not actually providing you full meals, just kind of smaller staples to add to those meals. Or... Yeah, yeah. The yeah. stuff that I get at the convenience store, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's I just add it to the to the shopping list. Basically. Interesting. Okay. So many obstacles jump through in college cooking. <laughs> um, another one is, so coming to college, did you have experience cooking beforehand, or has this been something you've had to learn while in college? What was your experience with that, Brylin? Um, funny, funny that you ask because my father is like a really amazing cook. Like he really knows like just how food works, how food feels, how it tastes, like everything. Just he's so amazing at that. But at the same time, since he was so amazing at that and he always wanted to, you know, teach me more, I only got really the basics from it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of came in blindsided when I had to cook for myself. So like last year I was... I am living on campus as well, but I am on the Tampa campus. Mm -hmm. And so you don't need a meal plan your second year, only your first year. 
So last year I had the meal plan, everything. So I really didn't need to learn to cook for myself. But coming into the second year, I really, I really was like shocked. I was like, this is difficult. Like I do need to eat three staple meals a day. And I can't just have chips because that is really bad for me. And <laughs> Three staple meals becomes cumbersome. It gets to the point where you're like, oh, this is so much work. Can I not just eat two? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes sometimes I do. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't need breakfast. I don't like, but it is very important that we do eat mm-hmm. breakfast. And like, because I'm an athlete as well, I think those days that I that we do practice, I really make sure I have three like great meals because it fuels me, but it is starting to get old. And it is because it's been like two months in, yeah. which is another issue I'm having because I don't have the mind of a cook. So it's mm-hmm. very difficult because I didn't really do this before I came to college. Yeah. Do you think, so you were mentioning you're an athlete. So I know you sail on the USF varsity team with me. Um, Brylin and I are both uh, women sailors. Yes. And personally, I think because I'm an athlete and having to constantly know that I need to be on for practice, on for classes, being functional. That's what fueled me in the beginning of learning how to cook and wanting to eat food. Have you had this similar experience? Is that something that kind of pushes you to make good food or just um, fuel yourself in general? Um, Definitely, yes. I think that it pushed me a lot of the times, like last year especially, even though, of course, I was on the team, it was a very different situation with COVID, everything, and me being on the meal plan and just classes being online. It was just very difficult for me. So this year, you know, everything's back up and running. Like, I'm finally getting a good schedule. And, like, we have practice and we have competition. And it did push me to actually start eating, like, three meals a day. Like, when I tell you last year, I really did it. Like, I wasn't just hungry. I wasn't really doing enough for my body to need that. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But now... We are working out so much, like we have practice a lot. A lot of time is spent into, you know, using my energy. So I need a lot of time to be spent as well as to fueling myself to get through the day. Yeah. Um, Kasid, you said that you're an education major and like managing school and meetings and everything that comes with extracurriculars in college. How does fueling yourself fit into that kind of schedule um, as a, a college student? I basically ask myself that question every single morning. (laughs) It doesn't always fit perfectly. Um, I feel like, I mean, as soon as I am not living on campus, I definitely want this to change. But as for right now, on-the-go food is kind of like my go-to. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm all about the kind granola bars with the caramel, almond, and sea salt. Like, (laughs) that is a major fuel source for me, those granola bars. And like I said, the yogurt, like, Mm -hmm. you can eat that in 30 seconds, you know? And so um, I feel like I'm always getting on-the-go food, but I'm super excited for when I have, like, a kitchen that I'm, like, more inclined to actually use. I'm really excited to... I love cooking personally, so like I look forward to experimenting with different things and like, cooking broccoli and cooking chicken and you know just having a grand old time with that, um, especially for dinners. But as of right now, it's definitely like, okay, what's the quickest way to get some healthy carbs and good protein in my system? Yeah, I think definitely managing that that budget as a college student, but also wanting to explore with food. And it sounds like I personally really love exploring new recipes that like cooking is my um, happy space and definitely like my type of self-care when I just need like a break, even though it sounds 
cooking can be really tiring. That's kind of my um, my self care. So wanting to cook more recipes all the time and wanting to have that established pantry, it's like a luxury kind of. Okay, I had this thought. You guys tell me we could get together and make this app, right? So as opposed to looking <laughs> up, hear me out, hear me out. As opposed to looking up like, I don't know, lemon pepper chicken recipe, you have this app and you just list all the ingredients you have. And mm-hmm. then everything you can make with all the ingredients you have pops up. And then you don't have to be broke all the time going to the store to buy more <laughs> ingredients for whatever you want to eat. I always think about that. Yeah, I thought about that because I've seen that for like... Copyright. <laughs> I've seen that for different, like, drinks and stuff. Like, this is what I have. What can I make with it? And, yeah, I do that. I think I do do that because sometimes when I'm on those weeks where it's real budget, I'm like, I have to get really creative and see what I have in my pantry. Like, okay, I have, I have like, some beans and I have a lot of beans and maybe corn. It's like, okay, maybe chili. And then I can – I know that you just yeah. need, like, to buy one more ingredient to add to that recipe for the week or something. One time I literally just – went to Google and listed all the ingredients I had and like I just hoped that a recipe would pop up and it just didn't work so that's when the idea came to me I was like I need to make this app that would just make everything more efficient oh wow we gotta get on this that's smart (laughs) not only for cooking for baking too like that genius yeah because so many times you always don't have that one thing and especially with baking is different from cooking yeah it's like for baking you need that one thing when you cook at a house in a neighborhood and you need one egg or something, sometimes you can go to your neighbor and ask for that one egg. In college, have you had that experience where you can go to the next dorm room and ask for um, an ingredient? I think my neighbors would look at me cross-eyed. <laughs> I don't think any of them cook, and I think they would just be totally caught off guard. I actually have a few times. <laughs> um, the first time I asked for flour, okay, just for like a little cup of flour, Someone gave it to me, and actually, literally Saturday, I didn't need food, but I needed tinfoil to cook my chicken, Mm -hmm. To and I was like, oh, my God, I can't go out. It's 10 o'clock at night, and I was like, I'm not going to buy a whole tinfoil thing like I— like, I, I just need it right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the same guy actually was like, I have tinfoil. And I was like, bravo. Shout I was like, thank guy. God. Yeah, no, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, relying on those other college kids. We're all just helping each other out. <laughs> all right, well, so do you have any advice for possible incoming college students about how to prepare themselves for cooking and eating in college? I, I know you mentioned Brylin and said, like, you didn't feel prepared coming in and having to be prepared to cook for yourself. What is some advice you might have? Um, I think the first major thing that I actually have told many people, if you're cooking or if you have a meal plan, doesn't matter if you have one or the other, get spices. Get spices, get salt and pepper. That is so important because when you're cooking, obviously you need it. But with the dorm, like a lot of the times the food is bland and you want 100%. Yeah. those like spices. And I'm not even joking, salt and pepper. And sauces. Like I'm a very big sauce person, like different ranges of sauces. Like it will literally make your food just better. Yeah. Definitely do it if you're having a meal plan too, because it, can it really add, upgrades it, yeah. You can always add everything but the bagel seasoning yeah. to your, your eggs from the dorm. <laughs> yes. You know, like those um, Chick-fil-A, how they sell their sauces, mm-hmm. like in those big containers? That is the best gift to get college kids. I mean, that is a game changer right there. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking? Like the Chick-fil-A, how they have those big in like Publix. 
it's like you can get Chick Fil A sauce, but it's huge, like in a ketchup oh, bottle. Oh yes, yes. So yes. Christmas coming up around the corner. Um, I if just you're looking, got that. yeah. If you're looking to get your college kid some or someone in your family you know is going to school or something, we need sauces <laughs> for our food <laughs> and salt. College life hacks. Seasonings are expensive. Seasonings, yeah. yes. Seasonings are expensive. What? Because yeah. what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite seasoning or what are your favorite toppings? Okay, so definitely have a favorite seasoning. I put it on just about everything. It actually drives my boyfriend crazy. It's called Tony's. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm, I don't know. It's like, it's okay, it's basically seasoned salt, but okay. I get like the little <laughs> bit si- spicy one. And I can put it on anything, and I'm just so happy about it. Like, seriously, I'll put it on like Alfredo noodles. I'll put it on mm. chicken. I mean, chicken makes sense. It's delicious. Um, put it on sweet potato fries, make them like a little spicy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just put it on everything. I think mine's going to, is definitely um, garlic salt. Okay. Put garlic <laughs> salt on everything, probably too much. Um, and Everglade seasoning for chicken. It's like, I've heard it, you can really only find it in Florida, maybe not as much in the northern states. Some of my friends are always like, look, when they come here, they buy it at Publix. But oh. it's like a good, you can put it on your chicken. Yeah. I think it's mainly for like fish but you can put it on really any type of food and it's delicious mm-hmm. actually i have a funny story about the spices this is like way way throwback earlier you asked if we had any funny college mm-hmm. food stories okay so this happened this week this week yeah it did <laughs> <laughs> and the little convenience store was closed and i wasn't trying to go all the way to Publix to get yogurt and i was out of yogurt for breakfast so i was like you know what i'll go to the dining hall and you know they're really nice I'll try and get some avocado toast. So I go to the sandwich station, and I'm like, hey, do you think you could make me avocado toast? And the guy was like, what? And I was like, (laughs) "Um, some some avocado toast? And he's like, like, you want to put an avocado on toast? And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) yes, yes, that is the general idea. He's like, "Uh, sure, okay. So he goes and gets an avocado, and he literally just gives me the avocado and the toast. Well, before he hands it over, I'm like, okay, well, actually, do you have any, like, everything bagel seasoning or like anything like that to put on the toast and he's like you want a bagel too and I was like no 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 I just want like the seasoning like everything bagel seasoning and he's like that's a bagel lady and it was so and I like was trying to explain to him that this is just a seasoning that like you can put on avocado toast and he the, the whole concept was completely foreign to him and he thought I was crazy and so he ends up giving me an everything bagel so now I have three plates I have a toasted piece of bread an everything bagel and some random avocado and I was like Okay, yeah, that was a fail. <laughs> I think yeah. it was funny he gave you each one of the ingredients, and it yeah. reminded me of my freshman year. I remember if, like, you were tired of the the food, you would just, add, like, you'd use a swipe or whatever to go in and just get random ingredients to bring up to your dorm to cook. I remember um, I was a freshman right when the pandemic hit, and everyone had kind of gone home, and it was I was still on campus, and they had, like, so much fruits and vegetables they didn't know what to do with, and I would just go down, and I had extra meal swipes to, like, use before they were going to send me home. I oh. would get giant tubs of strawberries and bananas, and I just lived off smoothies for, like, a week straight oh when I was God, still there. that is awesome. Because they kept, like, closing the dining halls because, obviously, everyone going home, but... yeah. Yeah. It's having to cook for yourself there. I love those people at the dining house. Um, Can I say one one yeah. thing about, just a quick thing, the seasoning, My one of my favorite seasonings, obviously everything but the bagel seasoning, but another one from Trader Joe's, which I literally put on everything, is citrusy garlic. It's in like almost a blue Ooh. bottle, but it's kind of like an orangey, kind of uh, light orange seasoning. Super good. Put it on steamed vegetables, any vegetables. It makes it a hundred yeah. times better. Super yeah. good. So just want to put that out there. Um, I kind of want to 
kind of wrap this up with if you have any cooking goals or aspirations that you want to set that you might have thought of maybe when you are moving out of the dorms or maybe goals you've set for yourself living in the dorms what do you have any goals that you might have set I definitely think I want to learn how to cook without needing to use like a recipe almost like I feel like those type of people that are just so like they just know how to cook it's like they just have eaten so many so much food and cooked so much that they just like know what needs to be added I kind of want to get to that point almost and I definitely still need to learn a lot more from my dad because he's just like that and it still comes out amazing so I really want to just learn how to be how to just know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that that makes sense. That makes sense. And I like how you just described eating so much food as like a skill almost. That was a really fun way of putting it. I like it. <laughs> just, you know, you just know. When, you have, when you've eaten so much good food, you just know. Kind of you like having that like intuition of what it needs. Like Yeah, exactly. Cooking intuition. How, how, how like you might, your grandmother or someone who's cooked for a long time can just like sprinkle in a little bit of this seasoning and yeah. like doesn't need to measure anything. Yeah, I think that's the know. beauty of cooking. Baking, you have to measure it. so That's much. the name of the app. Cooking intuition. Cooking intuition. Oh my gosh. We're so good, guys. <laughs> we're so good. Copyright, copyright. Because <laughs> what is a goal that you might have for the future in your cooking career as a college student? Okay, so... I'm about to go real type A answering this question because I actually just set this whole like goal sheet out for eating because with like always wanting to be on the go, I'm not always doing a great job of making sure I'm eating like enough protein, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I set out this whole thing, but you also asked earlier what advice we would give to college Mm -hmm. students coming in learning how to cook. So I just started doing this recently, but like I have alarms on my phone. So like eight o'clock in the morning, my alarm goes off like hey, you should eat around this time. And so, like, somewhere between 8 and 9, I want to make sure I'm eating breakfast because okay. eating at consistent times, is it's really good for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I have that, and then I have, like, one at 12.30, and then I have one at 6, and it's just same thing. Hey, have you eaten recently? And so it's, like, as opposed to, you know, eating dinner at 9 one day and eating it at 5 the next day, like, that will really mess your body up. So that and is one of my goals, so I kind of stick with that schedule, eat within the hour of that time. And then another thing is, like, in the morning, I want to make sure I'm eating at least 25 carbs, and then at lunch, eating 35 carbs, and then at dinner, 45 carbs. And then not going too much over that, but trying to be in that ballpark area just to make sure that I'm, like, I'm giving my body enough. So for me personally, so my sugar doesn't get low when I go to sleep, because if I don't eat that, if I don't eat enough carbs throughout the day, I don't know why, but my sugar will just get wicked low at night. Mm -hmm. But having, like, just a, a, that if I could stick with that consistency, that would be really, really awesome for me. And if yeah. I was consistent about that. And I mean, for other college students, they would have different needs and different their body needs different things. But um, just having any kind of consistency in your diet is so, so good for your body. And obviously, if it's consistent with healthy things, that's even better. Yeah, I definitely agree. When I'm consistently eating those three meals around that same time, I feel so much better. And that's that's awesome that you're trying to name those like number goals and put that out on a spreadsheet because I feel like I'm always ballparking like just trying to get a, a protein vegetable carb in every meal and just trying to eat as much as I can because you don't know when you're going to be able to eat another big meal. Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> and like I think it depends too on your needs. Like yeah. for me, like I am counting my carbs no matter what just because I'm a diabetic. So mm-hmm. so for me, it makes sense to like have a numbered 
goal for carbs. But like for other people, it's the same thing. Like, okay, do I at least have one vegetable on this plate at dinner? You know, like just having a goal like that, that you can kind of look back and be like, hey, I did have all vegetables at dinner this week. Go me. Yeah. And as athletes too, I think our situation, Brylin, is personally, I'm because we are going so much, I don't ever feel like I can eat enough as a college student. But everyone has a different situation where they might not be as busy and they're able to fully fuel and not be on the go and they can make those full meals. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for meeting with us. Thank you so much. I really appreciated hearing your your stories about how you're learning how to cook and navigate college as students living in dorms with um, communal kitchens, your own kitchen, and no kitchens possibly um, as freshmen. Yeah, this was super fun. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. That was our wonderful intern, Lily Tyson, speaking with her fellow USF students, Kessid Vonderhaar and Brylin Christopher. The young ladies shared a recipe for chickpea salad, plus those oh-so-important instant ramen upgrade tips. If you have access to a kitchen, then trust me, you're already ahead of the game. Find it all on our website, thezestpodcast.com. And we'd love to know what you ate when you were starting out on your own. What was your go-to food? For me, it was a lot of cereal and grilled cheese. Tag us on Facebook or Instagram at The Zest Podcast. I'm Delia Colon. You just heard from our intern, Lily Tyson. And the rest of our team had a blast in the studio listening in on Lily's conversation. That includes our producer, Andrew Lucas. Ask him to tell you his bagel story sometime. We also had help this week from Chandler Balcom, Blake Bass, Craig George, and Mark Hayes. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media, copyright 2021.